You're now tuned into the Cosmic Convos Podcast. I'm your humble host, Herut, and got my good brother here, Brother Ra. How you doing? Oh, uh, you know, brother, just keeping my eyes to the sky and to the street. What a- hey, man, same here, man. Same here, man. Just trying to, like I, like I always say, man, I'm trying to get like you, my brother. <laughs> you ain't far behind. You ain't far behind, King. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> but, uh, you know, on before- this front, on the Bazi front, I'm right behind, I'm behind you. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> we 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 going we gonna to get across that. I got to get on some of them Patreons. I might have to chime in on some of them Patreons now. Man, I might be missing a whole lot of meals up in there. Man, let's do it. You already know, man. You already know, man. They, You know, we, we, we make it happen for sure. <laughs> Indeed, but you know, before we get too far, what we go ahead, go ahead. What you about to say? No, go ahead. Yeah, before we get too far, uh, I want to remind you all: make sure that you like and subscribe to this channel. If you hadn't liked already, go ahead and like this video. You know, it's good for the algorithm, good for what we got going on and stuff like that, or whatnot. Whatever platform you're on, you know, if you're live, you're watching this on YouTube or, you know, whatever you know, platform, streaming platform you're listening to this on. Make sure you like and subscribe to this channel. Share this with your people, and uh, remember that this episode is brought to you by Push Forward Media Group, Calaprusha Astrology, and our good people over there on Patreon. Big up to y'all. Big up to the patrons out there. For sure, um, you know, we've been getting a lot of stuff done or whatnot, you know, but uh, definitely continue to, um, you know, send your questions in and everything like that from Patreon. And uh, we'll definitely uh, get with you and uh, continue to deliver some exclusive content to you all or whatnot. Um, but if you don't know, if you want to reach us on social media, best place to reach um, us on, is on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at Cosmic Convo. That's C O S M I C C O N V O on um, Instagram. And um, you can find Push It Forward at, on Instagram as well at P U S H I T F W D. Either one of those two places you can get to everything related to Cosmic Convos and everything related to the Push It Forward Podcast Network for sure. Or whatnot. Definitely um, stay tuned into there. Check out the Single Dad Podcast, the Plant Based with Love Podcast, or whatnot. Um, the whole gambit or whatnot. Brother Rod, how can the people get a hold of you? Uh, you know, um, 
my IG, like the brother said, or Facebook is usually the best way. Uh, Shechem Ravia, either one of those. That's my tag. Or if you want to hit me up via Kalapurushaastrology at gmail.com. A lot of people have been hitting me up for their uh, astrological, cons- astrological consultations. So keep them coming. Much appreciated. Uh, and, you know, in the future here, like I said, there will be a website. It is in development. It's it it's a very um long process because you know i'm particular about what i put out and i want it to be in a certain light so forgive me for you know the delay but it should be out within the next week or so let's let's look for that next kind of in fact next wednesday uh, i might be making an announcement to go ahead and go onto the website and go ahead and get yourself set up as far as uh, your newsletter and your uh, your your monthly updates Big up to that, man, for all the students out there. You know, this is that that Chitra, Nakshatra type of um, significators right there, man. It is. <laughs> Perfectionist, you know, fine-tuning, fine-tuning. <laughs> man, you ain't never lied. Chitra got it bad, man. <laughs> yes, fine-tuning. Exactly. Indeed, indeed, indeed. You, you can't have said it better than that, man. Hey, man, it's real, man. You know, the Nakshatra's in live action, you know, in, in real time. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> or whatnot. But, um, you know. <laughs> That's what allows me to do what I do, you know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a powerful Nakshatra. I got, I got, I got a, you know, a, a planet in there and stuff like that and whatnot. So I, I, I could relate a little bit, you know, <laughs> or whatnot. But you, man. Oh yeah, I know you can. It, it, it caught me relentless. Yeah, man. You know, you know how you know on on, on either end, but you know it, it it comes into play or whatnot. I think it ba- balances some things out for sure. It does. This is dem- it's Chitra is a di- uh, demoniacal nakshatra, so. <laughs> They go through, you know, that perfectionism makes you become like a demon when, you know, getting things done. It's like it will get done. You can become possessed with a with a project. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I definitely can relate to that, man. Shout out to Chitra. <laughs> you know. One of the one of the Mars ruled one of the Mars root nakshatras out there. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But um, you know, here we are, episode 10, season 4, episode 85 overall, big up to, big up to that, and whatnot, you know, we're trucking along with this season and stuff like that, you know, constantly fine-tuning things, you know, doing the cheater thing, getting it right, getting things together, or whatnot, you know, so I think, you know, we're in a pretty good slot, shout out to everybody that's in the live chat right there, man, big up to y'all. Um, you know, pretty, pretty soon, you know, we'll, 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 you know, I don't know, man, we'll, we'll, we'll bring some callers on or whatnot, you know, we'll bring some callers on. I don't got it quite set up for that right now. It's close. I I, technically I probably could, but we, 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 um, we ain't practice it and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we smooth selling and stuff like that, but go ahead. Definitely put your comments in the chat. Um, this is one of them topics that's pretty open ended. You know what I'm saying? I think anybody can catch this and relate 
you know, to this growing up in the West or whatnot, you know, if you see the cover art and everything like that, you definitely know what we're talking about or whatnot, you know, when, um, you know, we, we, we've been chatting enough. So without further ado, um, unless Rod, you got something you want to say before we jump into the topic wholeheartedly? No, let's just dive right in. Let's just get it done. Indeed. So, you know, uh, <laughs> You know, we sometimes we some troublemakers and stuff like that. So we, we start picking at, you know, contemporary society, the the outer culture and stuff like that. And, you know, um, I, I've seen this often. You know, you're talking to people, you're dealing with people and stuff like that. And then when they, you know, learn that you practice, you know, a, a more ancient form of astrology, a more ancient, you know, perspective of astrology with the, uh, you know, with the Vedic astrology using the sidereal zodiac, um, sidereal measure or whatnot, you know, um, and, and people learn some different things about, you know, what's going on in their chart that's contrary to what they've been taught the whole time, you know, a common phrase. I hear is like, well, I'm I'm addicted to my my sign. I'm addicted to my zodiac sign. You know, I can't see myself not being a cancer. You know, I'm a petty cancer. I'm a, you know, I'm a, <laughs> you know, I'm a bossy Leo or whatever and stuff like that. You know, but oftentimes what you find is that you know, uh, you know, you you read you read you know what it said about it. You might see some of the, you know, correlations and stuff like that, but you have it's not like a hardcore, you know, um, kind of pinpoint like, yeah, this is what you got going on here and stuff like that. So I think, you know, uh, I think this is a good time for us to kind of go over that whole notion of why we even think like that and why, you know, this is even, you know, why, why is it, you know, um, important to <laughs> kind of uh, walk away from that line of thinking you, you understand what I'm saying Because I know Like just even in the world When I'm dealing with people I'm a practical guy You understand what I'm saying Very practical guy I deal with a lot of Serious practical people And stuff like that But that that line of You know thinking that You know kind of The way that astrology Has been marketed To the world um, Has really removed um, Has turned off A lot of A lot of people From utilizing it You understand what I'm saying Because they think that It's not a real science They don't think that it has any real practical, um, you know, um, application in actual life and stuff like that. So today we're going to definitely break that down, explode that myth, and uh, hopefully we can get some people on the right track. What you think, Ra? Yeah, let's tighten it up. Let's tighten everybody up. We're going to really try to put it into perspective today, you know, so they really can get an understanding of what happened. And why? You know, why do people attribute themselves to something that they know, one, very little about, and number two, it just becomes kind of a, a mantra, right. right? Something you repeat that you don't really know what you're saying. Right. And, you know, one of the things um, is that, you know, um, astrology has been really given, it's been given a bad name, you know, it's a pseudoscience. It uh, holds no bearing or any weight in real life. Right. Um, the impacts fit. You know, I've, I've heard that fits everybody. You know, well, uh, some everybody has a bossy side to them. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, I, I've heard. Um, I've heard it on both. Right. <laughs> That's. So that's a famous one. I'm both, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've heard uh, yeah, yeah, you talk West, about, you talk the Western about. astrology is more spiritual. Uh-huh. 
you're talking about both like you you're somebody who got introduced to both yeah. sciences and then they they find they say that they're both signs they see it and, okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, I heard <laughs> i heard that before too right i'm both uh i've heard uh that i'm more uh, the the vedic is more the uh spiritual and the the uh tropical is more the physical so on the physical side this is what i am i'm like okay so you know i've heard quite a few you know ex explanations of why people are attached to what they think they are right and uh for good reason you know i can understand because we live in a society that's just divorced from truth for all intents and purposes and people just take things for face value and so it makes sense to get a bad rap it makes sense it makes sense that the science that you would read because you know you'll hear people say uh some of that is me right or uh, yeah that's kind of how i operate or yeah that's some of that might be right but not all of it right, right. that's a common kind of thing that you'll hear with western astrologers i've heard it right well it makes sense because you're not using the science in the way it was intended you know we live in a western society and the west for all intents and purposes is an externalized masculine society uh, it doesn't really take into consideration the yin side of existence the female side the softer side the internal side the meditative side the reflective side all that is fairly foreign to the west right well taking into consideration not only that right and people say well you're beating up on tropical astrology again i'm not beating up on anything it speaks for itself right when you begin to understand you know astrology is an observational science but in the sense of observation you know the only time you can observe the stars is at night you know you have to go out take a look find out the coordinates you know and really observe and measure well observing something at night is more of an internal process right um, being meditative with it and taking it within to understand those positions is a yin process right seeing something over time to allow things to repeat themselves is a yin process yang is instant yin is right takes time so you know it's easy to have an instant kind of microwave answer for you know our personality dispositions you know, we live in a microwave society everything's instant so if i have to think about this any further than a day right <laughs> then really i don't i don't go that most people don't go that far because it takes you you know to research and to go beyond the comfort zone of what you've been been accustomed to right um the other thing is that you know in the west here we have a kind of we're divorced from reality you know we live in a false sense of reality people that are and i don't like to say third world countries but let's just say for example you know before we had cell phones right before you had uh, email 
before you had any of those things, you had to physically get out and do things. They're still, you know, they're coming out of that stage in the third world countries, but they're still somewhat manual in how they do things. And so that manual side is the side that we write the calculations down right. and measure it as we see it, not based on a, a left brain approach, which is more computer oriented. You know, of course, computers help. I'm not against programs. People say, well, it's not I'm not against them. I'm just saying that the art, the artistic side of astrology has been lost. You know, um, astrology is like storytelling to some degree. When I sit down and we come up with a consultation, it's a story that I'm telling. You know, the art of storytelling is a right brain function, right? It's a yin thing, right? Data, information, you know, cross, dot your I's, cross your T's. That's the young side. So, you know, when you see a date, it's just easy to take that date, apply it. It's very simple. It's very acute and then run with it. Right. You know, that's that's what we do. Well, West, that's furthest from astrology. That's not astrology. That's not even close to what astrology is. <laughs> right. Astrology is a science of patterns. Right. It's right. a science of understanding the repetitious process of nature. So how many people are born August 1st? A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> A whole lot. <laughs> it tells very little. It tells very little, very little about who you are, what you come to do, what your tendencies are. You know, it's just a very small piece of the puzzle. It's almost, you know, you can consider the sun as like the cherry on top of the chart. It's kind of like the, the crowning piece. And it makes sense because the sun is the king. It's the crowning piece. Right. You know. Back in the day, we used to have, you know, Christmas trees and the whole thing of the Christmas tree. Yeah, you put your ornaments on, but the thing that was at the top, right, that made the tree. Right. So the sun sign is kind of like that. It, it It's the cherry on top. It's kind of like what spins the chart and puts kind of like a special essence on it. But without that sun sign, everything else... It, is tantamount to who you are. In fact, it's more of who you are than the sun sign. You know, you eat the you eat the cherry only once, right? You eat the, you have to eat the rest of it, right? In stages and in degrees. That sun is the cherry, right? So you know, we take the cherry, which is kind of like the tip of the iceberg, right? You know, the cherry sits on top, so does the tip of the iceberg. Where that tip of the iceberg, you got eighty percent left not to mention how that 80 percent is integrated with that particular sun or with that particular placement so it's a holistic thing right it's never one placement as soon as you read one placement you know what happens in astrology the next placement comes and you have to read that and yeah. the next placement comes and the next placement, and the next placement. And by the time you're done reading anything that's worth reading, you're about, about eight, nine placements in already. Right. So the sun sign is very small in its impact. It only impacts you to a degree later, much later in life. You have to get to it. It's not something that's innate. Right. So we in the West look to the sun, the masculine, the, the obvious, right? As far as our 
our personality makes up makeups are concerned but that is not even again i could remove the sun sign and have volumes of information about you without it it just becomes a, a a distraction you know that cherry is what everyone wants and here's the craziest thing about western astrology you know have you ever noticed a tough that people try to get like with people that are around born or near to right around the same time like oh i'm a virgo oh you're a virgo right right that is the worst thing you could do <laughs> <laughs> Right. <clears throat> That's one of the worst things you could do. Right. Reason being is because, for example, right, the sun takes 30 days to move throughout a sign on average, 360 days plus five per year. Right. right? So on average, right, it takes one degree per day. It moves very moves like a clock. So let's say our sun signs are almost, let's say we're born on the exact same day. My mate and I. Right. Well, guess what? When things impact that person, I get impacted too. Yeah, there's no balance. At the same time. <laughs> there's no differential, right? Yeah. There's no balance. There's no breadth. So you remember, you know, I don't remember Shekham Shekham telling you, you don't know what you want, right? You ask him for what you want. You don't know what you want. Right. You have to go to somebody that's competent in divination and in certain practices to know what you really want. You don't really know. Right. You know, we want the one that's like us. We want we want our it, it, it goes so deep. People ask for twin flames. I want my ten twin flame. Yeah, these are interesting concepts. Right. I want my uh we we already it's it is interesting. I want my twin flame. You want you want to have someone like yourself to be comfortable, right? Comfort is within similarity. Dissimilar mm -hmm. is discomfort, right? But that discomfort is actually more comforting because you have someone else that can at least say or do things that you aren't capable of doing. Right. Right. So, and uh, trust me, we will get to your questions in the um, in the chat here soon. So, you know, keeping that in mind, it's the sun sign that everyone is locked in on. And again, the sun sign is at best 20% of who you are. Not only that, right? Not only that, let's just say that the astrology was right. 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 Even if it was just your sun sign that you eat in on, right? You would literally, if you matched yourself with someone else, you would literally be at each other's throat constantly it's like having your sibling around mm -hmm. someone that's similar to you has the same dispositions that means that the breadth of care the breadth of of action is going to be monopolar it's going to be one-dimensional and you get tired of you faster than you would get any tired of anyone else trust me you know it's interesting that you say that we're too much alike yeah you know it's interesting because i i know i know two people who are born on my same day same year right i know them mm -hmm. we are we there's some similarities there the other two people i know are actually women i don't know a guy that was born on the same exact day and year of me but i know two other women that were born the same day same year as me very different <laughs> very different very different you know lives 
different careers, you know, different amount of uh, children up to this point. You know, uh, <laughs> I mean, you you could just go down the list. <laughs> we look different, different shaped heads. Right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? The whole the whole gambit. Different. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> Being born on the day of, right? Day and so of, considering and that same same time that's zone. Just, I mean, different different. You're times, gonna you're, So just imagine all of you are sitting around, right? And you're talking about your sun sign, and you're like, "Well, this stuff doesn't work," <laughs> right? Because we're all different, right? It makes sense, right? We're all very different, but we're born on the same day. All that stuff is malarkey, mm-hmm. right? Nah, nah. <laughs> See, the moon has a range in a day. The right. moon ranges 13 degrees within a day, right? That 13 degrees is enough to change all kinds of different things, right? 13 degrees, 20 minutes to be exact. Not only that, the ascendant, that key time of birth, is so crucial literally 20 minutes if someone was okay everyone since you want to know well maybe you some of you want to know dr umar johnson and i are born within 43 minutes of one another (laughs) right he is born 43 minutes before me i think maybe 23 minutes if i'm not correct if i'm correct 23 minutes that means he and i should be fairly the same same ascendant almost everything right but those changes in degrees change the not change the navamsha right right it changes the dasamsha right Mm -hmm. and so that change right it changes a whole lot just from those i'm talking about not even an hour Right. So consider that, right? That and do it, Dr. Umar. Isn't it strange that he both is in front of the people? I'm in front of the people, not like he is, but definitely still have a leadership position and role. Mm-hmm. It's funny; some of his thought processes are similar, but different. Yeah, right? the approach, the com, the 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 conscious, right? The idea. The, the ideas behind it, the the ascendant changes. His ascendant is actually in Swati. Yes, yes, Swati. Right? Yeah, and mine is in Vishaka. Mm-hmm. Right, Swati changes things. Right, just the nakshatra ascendant changes everything. Right, right. His relationship with Rahu is different than mine. Yeah, I mean right. that's his, his Swati. If it's his, if that's his ascendant, <laughs> that's that's a right. right. <laughs> right. So his Rahu is going to be more prominent. Right. right? My ascendant is Vishaka. So Jupiter is going to be more prominent. Right. Knowledge of self, spirituality, right? Higher knowledge. His is more changing, um, um, up, um, changing our uh, um, ancient trends, um, moving people towards directions of education. Right. Right. Which is what he promotes primarily and his childhood education at which is where his Rahu sits. So, you know, again, right, it, 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 that nakshatra change, just the minutes changes everything, right? Even though we have some similarities, we're very, 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 very different. Right. So, you know, again, just the time of birth within the same day, within the same hour, right, changes things. 
So that is how accurate and how precise the science is, is when you get down to the timing of things, that's when things become, that's when things are revealed. The thing is, is that within this particular astrology, right, things overlap. Okay. And this is where most of the confusion comes in. So, for example, and let's just like some ground rules, right? The sun, right, never has Venus move more than 48 degrees from his position, meaning that Venus can never be further than that from the sun, either forward or behind it. Right. What does that mean? It can only be at maximum two signs away. Mm-hmm. Maximum. Mercury is can only be 28 degrees from the sun, meaning it can only be one sign difference forward or backward from the sun. Right. So, why does that matter? Well, when planets overlay, let's say, for example, my sun is at 19 degrees Pisces. Mm-hmm. Right. But my Mercury is in, is at, let's say, four degrees Aries. When a person looks at their sun sign, they're going to attribute those qualities of them. And, and remember, I'm talking the difference between Western and Eastern, of course. In the West, right? Right. The person says, well, yeah, you know, I'm these characteristics. And let's, you know, let's, let's just use a different example. We're going to same example, but let's ad lib a little. Let's say in the Western astrology sense, their sun is in Aries, right? Mercury is in Aries too. But in the, in the, in the sidereal, the sun moves back to Pisces, but Mercury stays in Aries. Right. That means the person's still going to think, reason, calculate, communicate, express, right, in an Aryan type way. So because of the overlay or the overlap or where the planets kind of, the signs will say, okay, there's one back, but there's still another planet over here that reads that particular energy. That's where a lot of the confusion comes from. I had a sister friend of my former friend. She used to always say, I'm, 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 I'm Aries, I'm Aries, I'm Aries. When really her Mercury was in Aries, but her son was clearly in Pisces. Right. A lot of these kind of, um, so when that happens, you're reading something and you, you, cause you feel it, you know, people base it on how they feel. And it makes sense because you should be able to register what it is that you're feeling. But consider, right? If I have a mercurial energy, mercurial thought process of an, of a warrior, of a commander, of a leader, I'm always going to think in that way. So therefore I would attribute my son to be in that sign. It's very easy to do. It, it you know, and but I, it, when you realize, no, you're, that was a, uh, that was an observation that I got as well, because, um, a lot of like, um, you know, I'm, I'm born in November. 
and whatnot. So a lot of uh, qualities that people would attribute to being a quote unquote sun in Scorpio, I see it with my Venus placement because my Venus is in Scorpio. Right. <laughs> exactly. You got planets in Scorpio. Right. Right. Too, so yeah. you're going to feel Scorpion. And I mean, think about Mercury is a very personal planet. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're talking personal planets, folks. Very fast movement. Yep. Mercury is a considered a personal planet. Mars, very fast moving. Mars, Saturn, and v- Mars, Saturn, and Jupiter are not personal planets because they don't affect the personality in the sense of they do, but not in the sense of the immediate response. Meaning that a child has to talk at some point, right? Right. A child's ability to have patience, endurance, and long-suffering is a later development, but the person's mouthpiece is going to work pretty much from the age that they begin to communicate. So those are personal planets. Those planets are within the sun's grasp, right? So that means that they're they're literally going to formulate who you are faster than the older planets that are outside of the outside of the sun's influence, right? right? Outside of Mars, meaning, right? So the personal planets are going to carve you and make you function just like the sun would if it were near to or close to that planet because they're only so many degrees apart. Mm-hmm. So if Mercury is in Aries, you're going to think like an Arian, despite if sun is in Aries, Taurus, or Pisces. It could be in one of those positions, right? If the sun is in Taurus, right, and Mercury is in Aries, you're still going to think you're going to be in Aries because you reason like one. Right. See, that's the trick. Mercury can act like the sun, in many regards, because it's how we think, it's how we calculate. And if we calculate like a warrior, you're going to think you're a warrior until I point out the fact that no, you are actually one that tries to help people more than the average person because the sun in Pisces has an innate an innate desire to give. And then a person's like, yeah, you right. I was wondering why. Because Aries when you see Aries' sun, there's no mistaking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just pretty. There's no mistaking an Aries' sun, folks. Yeah. It's intense. I got one for you, Dame Dash. It's not passive. It doesn't dilly-dally. Oh, wow. <laughs> Perfect. I wonder what Dame's uh, uh, sun degree is. Uh, we, we, That'd be interesting we, we, to know. Yeah, but I know it's moon, you know, moon is in Leo. Shout out to my, my, my Leo moon people. Sun's in Aries. Sun's in Aries. I mean, we don't have a good time on them, but we know that, you know, no, 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 those. But that's, you, you, you don't even need it. You don't need it. You see the sun in Aries. (laughs) I was watching. It's funny that you said something about Dane. I was wondering what Dame was. I was wondering what Dame was. I was seriously contemplating what is Dame. That that's yeah. Because I never looked right. I never had, had the inclination to look, but mm-hmm. I, I would wonder, and I will, and I watched him. It was at a, an awards, and he was approaching um. Da- uh, uh, Daniels, uh, the guy that. Uh, uh, Precious, the guy that wrote Precious, Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels, yeah. And 
Lee Daniels, right? He was approaching Lee Daniels and he wanted his money back. He wanted something he invested. He wanted it back. Right. Now, you know, most people have, you know, some degree of decorum of tact when it comes to things. But Dame was in the middle of the award, standing up, <laughs> talking to Lee Daniels, and they're the only two standing. And he's telling them, man, I need my bread <laughs> with the quick. <laughs> and Lee's like, no, no, no. Let's try to work this out. He's like, no, nah, man, I need my bread. Now, this is an Aries Ascendant. It's in the middle of an award show, folks. It's got cameras rolling. You can see it. Go, You can go Google Game Dame Dash and Lee Daniels, right? right? You'll see Dame was standing there and was not going to move. <laughs> right that's aries ascendant i mean that's aries son aries son is relentless and they are fearless right right they hit their heads quite often literally the sun is in the sign of the head so they hit their heads quite often that sun energy is it's not to be wrestled with only other fire signs can appreciate that kind of fire because it's so hot and intense right right Right. If you have to if you have some fire in your chart, you can appreciate it because you understand the intensity behind it, the drive, the ambition, mm -hmm. you know. But again, right, that you'll know when you meet Sun and Aries. Hate to say it like this again, Nature Boy, he has Sun and Aries, fifteen degrees, mm -hmm. right? Not to say that he's the sharpest knife in the drawer, but he's Sun and Aries. He's straight up and down. Sun and Aries. But he, if you just listen a little bit, he might be happy with it. He might be like, that's what's up, right? Because it is exalted. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, Dame got a heart. He, he got, His son is exalted. Dame got Mars. and He got exalted um, Mars, Sun and Aries, Moon and Leo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, and, and, and then look, look at that. Look at that. Mars is exalted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the sun's lord is exalted. Right. Right. Saturn is his only weakness. And Saturn is really not all that weak considering it's in it's in a friendly sign. With Mercury. But but it's, so, I mean, it's he canceled. Has a very Yeah. Well the Saturn in Taurus is strong. Yeah, but no, I was talking about Saturn Mercury 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 debilitated. You're talking about that Venus. That Venus, yeah, but that Venus is exalted. Right. So I mean he's not the kind of guy that's gonna be broken this you know, even though he took a hit with Rockefeller. <laughs> right. Mm hmm He took a hit with Rockefeller. But I mean, considering it think about this. Rockefeller's gone. And he's still arguing about money with Lee Daniels. So Rockefeller might have took a blow, but it wasn't like it dropped him or floored him. Right. Right. He still was able to to come back, right? And at least to have some resolve and have a presence. You know, he's not going anywhere. I think he's got a lot of, of a few deals. I think he's got some, like, some stuff with some. Right, son and yeah, Mercury, we've been getting busy. <laughs> Mercury, we've been getting busy lately, and where we'll he'll, he'll pop back in or whatnot. 
But yeah, you know, uh, to to rock them back, you know, just just looking at that, right? So you know, if we if we took it from a tropical perspective, everything in this chart goes backwards. I mean, goes forward, right? So then the sun will fall into Taurus, right? You know, uh, moon, yeah, moon will go into Virgo. You know, uh, Mars goes in to Aquarius. You know, it changes the whole disposition of 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 this brother, just as an example, or whatnot. So, you know, there we go. There we go. We good. Yeah, I was just so, telling you. You know, Mercury, Mercury getting busy right now. <laughs> oh no doubt no doubt mercury is active i mean it's 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 in that it's in that third it's in that gemini you know what i mean and then on top of that it's square in its natal position but nonetheless yeah. i mean if you moved everything over yeah he wouldn't be the person he is totally different guy moon goes into virgo moon goes into virgo right mm -hmm. sun goes into taurus right right mercury goes into aries that's a different person, right? Venus goes into Aries. Jupiter That's goes into different. Sag. That's you know, this, it just it, 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 right. And and trust me, Jupiter and Sag. Oh, you're gonna see Jupiter and Sag too. Right. Right. Moral compass. Strong moral compass. Mm -hmm. Right. Strong disposition to teach and acknowledge. Right, the supreme through other to, to others. Jupiter and Sag is going to preach, even if it's not preaching in the sense it's on a pulpit. Right, it still has a moral. It has some in some degree of moral feedback. Not to say he's immoral, but I'm saying as 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 you can see him, I don't think spirituality, higher knowledge, or truth is high on his list. It, maybe in later later in his life, he's gotten a little bit into it, but it's not like. It's not what he. It's not a fixation like that. Like, like I, I hear him talking about things like that now. No, but it's not Jupiter and no. Sag. It's not Jupiter. Malcolm X is Jupiter and Sag, right? You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a it's a different. That's that's Jupiter and Sag <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you you see what I mean? That is, and then Jupiter would aspect Sun. Right. right. Well, no, 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 it wouldn't, because sun uh -huh. would no sun, sun would sun would still move into sun yeah. would still no, it wouldn't. The aspect wouldn't happen. Right? Yeah. But nonetheless, Jupiter and Sag, you'll know. Mm -hmm. See, these are things that you can take to the bank. You'll know. You just know, right? Jupiter and Scorpio makes perfect sense. Right. Perfect sense. It's in Anuradha, right? Jupiter is you know Anuradha is the sign of friendship. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, considering, I mean, if it's in Aduradha and it's aspected by Saturn, that talks about portrayal through friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Right. So, because Saturn is the ruler of Anuradha and it's in opposition to or in a fight with Jupiter from its placement. Betrayal. So, you know, it, its chart fits so well, it's uncanny. Um, but moving those planets over one sign, you wouldn't get the relentlessness, mm -hmm. right? Mars still stays. Mars even is in is changes changes signs. Almost every planet in his chart changes signs when you use tropical. Right. 
Right. That means a different being altogether. And think about it from this perspective. Cause he, see, well, see, people say, well, what, well, how would he look at it if it was in Western? Well, sun is in Taurus. So that means somebody's gonna say, well, you're about money. See, sun in Taurus is about money. That is true. Mm-hmm. Not always. Right. Sun and Taurus can mean it can they can have a propensity to have goals that orient themselves around nice things. Right. That is one of the things Sun and Taurus can do. But depending upon the nakshatra, right, because each nakshatra is going to be different. Right. In Taurus, the real truthful part of nakshatra of, of Taurus that is about pleasure is Rohini. Mm-hmm. Right. Kritika is not so much. Mergashira is to some degree but the real part of taurus that is pleasure 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 is rohini right so his son would be in rohini mm-hmm. yeah right it wouldn't that wouldn't be him nah so you see what i mean this is rohini is a soft nakshatra it's soft literally it's tender they call it tender <laughs> He ain't tender. Nah. Right? Saturn is in, right, Kritika. Saturn and Kritika is intense. Mm-hmm. So this person's intense all the way around. Jupiter in Scorpio, intense. Right. Mars in Capricorn, intense. With Rahu. Right? Nicki Minaj has Mars in Capricorn. With, Ra- with Rahu. <laughs> And Rahu's moving backwards towards uh, Mars. He's not after Mars. He's before Mars. He's eating towards Mars. So it's intense. Right. See, the uh, the applying aspect of, Ma- of Rahu, Rahu can be in the same sign. Is it after or before? If it's before, if it's after, it moves backwards towards it. Mm-hmm. Which now he's in, he's being eaten, consumed. It's consuming. He's addicted to power. Right, Sun in Aries squared Mars in Capricorn with Rahu. He's addicted to power. That's what that means. Addiction to power. Rahu is addictions. Right. Mars with Rahu creates the insatiable need to be the the winner. And then Sun in Aries, the winner. You can see this on this man all day. Right. 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 Uh, if we put him again, just moving planets around, right? Sun and Venus, I mean, Sun and Mercury, Venus and Mercury in Aries, that don't, that, no, that don't do that. So, considering, right, then you can begin to understand why, right? Someone, I mean, I'm sure he himself, right? Oh, I'm, I'm Taurus, right? I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm about the money. And it makes sense because he is about money. Right. He is. But that's not where it comes from. That's not the money. That's not the money. That's not the money source. Right. We don't know his time, which is what would reveal the money source. That's what we really need. Right. But in all truth, right? Yeah. It's... (laughs) I know he got... He has has, uh, diabetes. Got diabetes. Um... Real bad diabetes, actually. Um, you know, a couple, you know, playing around with it. But that there's no time. I love to ask. I love to, you know, just get it from them. <laughs> but, 
just be dope because it'd be <laughs> trip if Mars or Sun was in the ascendant, right? That would right. be crazy, right? Because right? if he was the embodiment of that, would make even more sense. I mean, if we put Sun in the ascendant, yeah, no, yeah, we'd have to get the time because yeah. it just there's so many possibilities. Yeah. I mean, Jupiter and Scorpio in the ascendant could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Ra- Mars, Rahu in the ascendant, Sun in the ascendant. Vi- Venus, we I would tell you this, I wouldn't see him as Pisces ascendant. That's for sure. Yeah. Right? Not with Ven- not not with that combination. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? He could be Leo ascendant. I could see that too. Because usually Leo ascendant with moon in it, the person's shorter. They have a shorter disposition. So, you know. It's hard to say, but this is just a classic example of when you move placements around, the effects change completely. Indeed. I mean, and then even, there's no Dane Dash with that place. Absolutely. And even beyond that, I mean, like just the idea that, you know, most people don't even when you say, oh, I'm a blah, 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 my bad. I'm a blah, blah, blah. Most people don't even know what planet they're even talking about. They just think that there's just, you know, like just some nebulous sign or something like that. Like I'm a Scorpio or whatever. You know, you got to look at the totality of your chart. You can't tell nothing from the sun. Yeah, I mean, you a little bit, but not. You, you, you can't. You know, if you know my sun placement, that tells you nothing about me. Nothing about my trajectory. Nothing about how I show up in the world. That, that's my life. You can have it if you want. <laughs> yeah, don't do anything. Nothing. Right. right. And the people base their whole relationships on this stuff. Like, oh, my God, you're a Capricorn. I'm a cancer. Right. Like, don't work that way. Right. If it did, trust me, everybody would be happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? All you got to do is pop out. What's your birthday? My birthday's this. Let's sail on. Right. Nah. Never works that way. Anything that simple, you don't want it anyway. <laughs> right? So, you know, that that's that's consideration but there's some other things i want you to keep in mind about how to really determine and and cut it down the middle right one of the things is that the caracas are always a dead giveaway mm. yeah right when i say caracas what do you mean so that dame right if we could do a little research on dame and maybe pop the hood we might see that his son his father Right, which is the Karaka or the indicator, the living personage of what the sun represents in the chart. Of course, we got to look at the ninth house, the ninth lord, right, and impacts therein. That always is the tell is a tell is a telltale of what is going on with the father. But stripping it from that, just the sun alone, gives us many times an indicator of what is going on with that perter- that particular person in an individual's life. So give you an example i was on bigo right now i'm no longer on bigo right bigo is a cesspool i am just don't have the time nor energy <laughs> to invest into a format like that you might see me pop on every blue moon but it will not be consistent consistent nor will it be on a regular basis that is just not the place for shekham raw but right um when i was on there i did have a dialogue with someone that considered themselves to be a quote-unquote an astrologer and so, you know, we did the Western Eastern type deal where he, he, I said some things, he said some things. Of course, people said, oh, right, this is a I mean, perfect show to, to have this, this conversation. Oh, well, I feel I'm, I'm that too. All right. So I said, well, then look, let's look at the father, right? 
because the sun sign is always a tell-all, tell but a great deal of information for the father. So one of the sisters that was on the panel, she gave me her date of birth. And I know that the degree that the sun was at, it's at 21 degrees, uh, no, six, 16 degrees. That's a dangerous degree, especially for the sun. Mm -hmm. 16, 16 degrees is dangerous. 21 is... 21 is somewhat, but between 21 and 23 is a better placement than 16. 16 is a star that just doesn't do very well. And so I knew that that star produces many times um, um, drug addictions or liquor, any type of addiction, like type of narcotic or a lot of times 16 degrees is a dangerous degree. So I said, your father... Right now, at Mars was, I think it was, I, I remember Mars being in position close to it just because of the date of birth. I don't remember the, the exact date, but I remember I knew Mars because once you begin to know where certain things are, you just know Mars is going to be in that proximity. So I said, well, Mars is there. I said, so your dad, right, he was addicted to drugs, probably an IV user, right, and horrible with women. That woman said, y'all, I don't know how that man knows this, but my dad is an IV drug user. <laughs> that stopped the show, right? That canceled all of the other conversations because that proved without a reasonable doubt that my information based on the position of the sun produced an effect on this plane by the person that is represented by that planet, which is what the Caracas system does. It's what Caracas do. They indicate many times on the living side of things, the person that stands in the stead of that energy. And so father being the son, I knew the father was on, on, on drugs. And I said IV because I know Mars is needles <laughs> penetrating and it's fearless. You know, most folks are scared of needles, right? right? So, you know, when you become an IV drug user, you have to have some courage to be poking on yourself, right? There's no, there, the fear kind of is removed. So, you know, it's just to show that the way you really use this is to find out what the person is, is as that's indicated as that particular planet. So, for the example, the moon, right? The moon. Let's just say, for example, his moon is, at, is in Leo. Now, granted, granted, right, if we move that back to midnight it might move back it might move back to cancer mm -hmm. right check it out let's just say for example playing devil's advocate the person says let's say the person says mom let's say for example his moon he thinks his moon is in leo but it's really in cancer question because the moon is with K2, the moon would be with K2. Your mother, either she abandoned you, left you at an age where you weren't able to defend yourself, or was there but either indigent, mentally unstable, or wandering, or home to home. He would be like, damn, how did you know? Because if the moon is in Ashlesha with K2, 
and Mercury is the planet that rules the moon, that person's going to move around a great deal because Mercury is the planet of moving and moon being in that position. But with K2 would be an unstable or inst an unstable early childhood via the mother. Hey, look, you want to tell the that would be. Let me tell you the interesting about interesting thing about that? that, right? Because, you know, like I said earlier, my moon is in Leo. It's about it's it's in a different direction, right? My K2, that my moon, K2 is in Virgo. Moons in Leo, they share the same nakshatra, right? Now, um, mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. So I lost, I lost my mother at fifteen or whatnot in my moon dasha, right? He lost his mother too when he was young, right around the same age. I think no, I think he might have been a little younger. See, than I didn't know that. Yeah, so he lost his mom too at the same age. It's about you know what I mean. But like I said, my moon is not conjunct. K2, but it's kind of close, <laughs> you know. Um, and, that, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's can you change? Can you change the time to midnight? Let's see. Change the time to midnight. Look at the moon. Yeah. I it's a good chance he's you see what I mean? He, 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 that change, right? That moon with K2. If his the, so the closer the degree of moon to K2, the the earlier the, the mother would have left. Mm-hmm. You follow? Or the earlier the mother would have been separated. Right. See, when it's right on K2, when it's right on it, that means from birth. Right? Mm -hmm. You start wiggling degrees, you start moving time. So if it's like one or two degrees, maybe right after birth or maybe within a year. Yeah. Three, two to three or four degrees within mm -hmm. a year or two. Right, the further, it, like let's say five to six degrees, then you're looking at five to six, right? Yeah, mine, In that range, the degrees about nine degrees. Of like years. Mine is about nine degrees away from each other. My moon and K2 is nine degrees. But they're degrees. in a different sign. They're in a different sign. Right, but they're in a different, they're in different signs though, right? Right, same yes. nakshatra. So the signs are gonna then change that whole, right? It's gonna change the parameter, yeah. right? But remember the third house is teenage years. Right. Right? Right. So again, right? See, this is how complex it gets, folks. See, we're talking all of this because we're fairly familiar with it, but it gets complex. So someone just saying, oh, well, this is who I am, right? You can see full well, right? Just the nudging of the time will change the character. Not the date, the time. So, you know, you, you got to be real careful. I mean, folks talking about my son, son, my son, my son, son, it, it works to uh, for the... It's cute, right? It's cute. <laughs> conversation you know, nice conversation started. started. <laughs> yeah, but that's it, right? After that, you need to be coming to see Raw, right? Because, oh, he said he's such and such, such and such. You don't know if K2's with it, Mars is with it, if his opposition is, you don't know anything. See what I mean? Then, then those are the those are the details. Well, I thought he was because he was a Leo like me. We would get along. Wrong. That's a common one right there. 
you, 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 matter of fact, you're both going to be going at each other's throats because <laughs> you both going to be trying to be the boss, right? So, you know, it, it helps to have the separation of energy between those things. You know, life is about variety. People talk about, you know, you hear a lot of these brothers and sisters, more actors and sisters promoting it, that the black woman is God and that you as a man are nothing but a footstool, right? Look, folks, right? In nature, right? When so you've heard of Dolly, right? Most of you have heard of Dolly, the 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 um sheet that was reproduced by cloning. Right? When a creature produces asexually, it it can only reproduce a carbon copy of what? Itself. So man is the instrument of change within the matrix of what females or women bring to this planet. So the Y chromosome, which drops a piece of the X, is the change factor in the seed so that the variety, because variety produces, see, variety is about survival. See, without the male energy, the survival would diminish within the species. Differentiation is a part of survival. It helps because it brings out certain traits and qualities that are dormant. See, bees, ants, they're all the same, right? When you reproduce asexually or reproduce in a manner that is not involving right, male and female, then they produce drones or clones, not humans, not, not us, right? We Variety is the key to life. But in, in that statement, when you have individuals that hearken to, well, the woman is God, right? That means that losing some kind of context of understanding male and female are necessary for existence right cannot be any other way well in in this science right in this particular science called astrology right it teaches you that male and female are equal the sun is only the cherry on top right it doesn't mean anything in the sense that of who you are of the immediate term in the immediate terms the moon is who you are the ascendant is who you are the yin side of this yin side of life is more who you are your subconscious is 80 percent of who you are when do you develop your subconscious in your childhood which is the moon see the sun you can see it's evident there's no hidden nothing hidden to it but the real you is hidden, right? You have to go deep. That's why meditation is key because you're going deeper into the recesses of the spirit, into the mind. Right. So the most part, the majority of us is yin in essence, feminine, feminine, hidden, right? Exactly. Diversity makes things, it, it, that's exactly what it does. So that yin side of us, the moon, right? How long does it take for you to get gain knowledge of self? 28 years to be exact because it takes at least that long for your frontal lobes to gain control over your lower faculties. So, you know, studying the moon, the ascendant, the ascendant Lord, that's where the meat of the chart is. That's where the bulk of who you are is contained. And that is nothing that is discussed in the West. So when you say, I am my sun sign, right? You're really only saying that, um, look at me, look at how I shine, right? <laughs> Do we shine all the time? No. no. <laughs> Most of us don't even shine 
right? We're, most of us don't shine in the sense of what we do on a daily basis, except in a very small area. Right. So, you know, think about like the, the sun and Aries. Those people have to shine. See, when you saw the sun and Aries, they it's not a it's not an option. They shine more and more as they get older, meaning that that sun becomes more prominent and they become more leadership oriented. Many people that start off young with sun and Aries are not leaders in the beginning. They get. They become leaders as they grow up. Dame Dash is a leader, right? right? However, right, as he began to mature and grow up, that was a process. And he's still learning. Sun sign is something you learn for your whole life. From the cradle to the grave. It literally reaches a culmination before you exit this planet. That's why the heart is weighed. Right? Because it's the, the sun is literally the heart of the chart. Right. So, you know, considering those things, right, this is when you begin to take a step back and understand that it makes sense for it to be called a pseudoscience. It makes sense for things to seem like they're just kind of they don't work. It this stuff isn't real. And it's probably a safety mechanism to some degree, because if you really didn't know the truth, would you really choose that person? Right. Would you really choose the person you choose? <laughs> right. Think about it. If everyone on the planet knew this, would you really make the decisions that you make? So, you know, this is a deep ponderance. It's a deep thinking. It's a thing to think deeply about. Right. If you know. Right. And they don't. They still make choices or lack thereof. But it's interesting how when people default together and they come together and then they look at the chart. How very different we are. <laughs> right? How, how very awkward we are in comparison to really who we are matched to properly. You usually choose someone that is very much not like you. Why? Because it's healthy for you to gain insight into your character and nature. Right. It's hard to see someone that looks like you when you see yourself when someone looks like you right but it's easier to see when someone's very different and so that's why it's healthy in certain charts to have differences and similarities right if i see a chart that they're on like they have almost everything similar i'm saying you're gonna you're, you're not gonna last a year <laughs> and, and they don't honeymoon phase is pretty much it and then they're, they're over because reality hits when the sun hits their saturn I mean, Saturn hits the sun, it's hitting both of them at the same time. And they're like, ouch, ouch, hey, help, help, well, I need help. Well, who's going to help who, right? But when there's a difference, right, there's some breadth, there's some space. When the person's getting hit, the other person says, hey, I got you. Because I'm strengthened while you're weakened. So, you know, balance is the key, right? Balance is the is the real goal, right? To have some things that are similar and some things that are different. Some things that complement, some things that supplement. Some things that are in opposition, some things that are not. That is a healthy way to understand. And then you do know, right, that once you make that conscious decision, then you're aware of the battles. You're aware when they come up. You're not caught blindsided. You know kind of what's going on. 
because you can see, hey, I know your son is in opposition to Saturn. So you're going to go through it with your boss this month. Right. And the other person says, yeah, well, my job is cool. Right. So because think about it, if you're both going through the same thing, you're both competing for the same attention. Right. Not healthy. So, you know, it goes as simple as simple as it is. Right. It goes that deep because the more complexity you have within the range of interaction, not to say dissonance. Right. You don't want the chart to be off completely. Then you'll never get together. <laughs> right. <laughs> you'll never even bond. The year won't even happen. Right. Because right. you're so much. You, there's no there's no karmic connection. Right. Right. So, you know, when you talk to people and they say, I'm this or I'm that, you know, understand that they're trying to. And, and usually they're reaching to where their mercury is placed. That's where most people are, are attribute their character to characteristics is where mercury is placed. If you can find mercury and you see that it's in a different placement than the sun, it's not combust, then you can easily begin to peel apart that mercury placement and show them how and why they would think they are one sign when they're really not. That's the easiest way to get to the crutch of it. Because as the example, as I stated earlier on Bigo, one of the other girls on the panel was... Um, she had three planets in Virgo, but her son was in Leo. But according to the Western signs, she would be Virgo, but she's not Virgo, but she's got three planets in Virgo. She had moon, Mercury, and one other planet. Moon and Mercury in Virgo? Are you serious? Right? <laughs> right? That person is Virgoing all day, right, with that moon there. Right. See, the sun is reading Leo, right? And it is, she's Leo. You can see her, right? You can see the Leonine energy coming through, the shine, the confidence, right? It's in, it's in the background. It's not in the forefront. She's not like frontal attack. It's more subtle. Mm -hmm. But moon and Mercury, and when he started reading her Virgoan qualities, I said, wait. You're not the type of person that shies away from things typically, though, are you? And she said, no. I said, so see, that shows that sun is in. I said, because Virgos, sun and Virgo typically will shy away. And then like, damn, that makes sense. And I here's the thing. I, I didn't even know. I knew I, intuitively. I said, no, no, you got Mercury in Virgo and you got another planet there. I didn't know it was the moon. But I knew something was there. And when I pulled it up, I said, oh, yeah, that's where all your Virgoan energy is coming from. So, see, that's why it's so crucial to have just a little bit of information to know where to look for that Mercury, because it can unlock everything. Mercury and Virgo, even just Mercury and Virgo alone is mercurial, meaning that she has a lot of propensity to have a lot of sharp, witty, right, intelligent type of thinking and reasoning capacity because it's Mercury. Right. See, that's when that's when the science that's when you apply it. Okay. Well, show me the difference between the two. And then you should be able to, you know, with ease, flip it over, say, hey, see, Mercury right here, Mercury's doing that. Oh, you're right. But see over here, your father, your son, right? Your internal disposition, right? Your your general character of who you're to become is that. And they, there's no argument. Right. There's no argument. So, you know, this is just another way to really tie in, the, you know, 
how to pinpoint and show those things that are ridiculous when we just think that we're a sun sign and that's it and we're attached to it. And you, most of these things are heard when we're younger, when we're less mature, and for all intents and purposes, easily manipulated. Right. Indeed, indeed. Um, the other thing is stars and nakshatras. I said we got a question. Yeah. The planets are in a prominent person's chart. Prominent person's chart. Is it fair to say people can physically perceive these planets and, and psychically? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Can say it fair that people can can psychically yes, absolutely. Um just by being in someone's presence, when you study astrology enough now without the study it would be fairly challenging but many times you can pick up on people's energies you know um prince york um dr york's son right i was trying to study him and he got a lot of jittery quick rapid you know rap abated mouth type energy just you know real high strong right and i'm like that's got to be Gemini. Got to be. It was. Mm -hmm. Right. So, right, you're absolutely right. Because I've studied it so long, I know the patterns. I know kind of what to look for, right, just in the general sense of things. But, yes, people can pick it up. I mean, when you're psychically attuned, you'll know. I mean, let's, let's put it: if you're not if you're not adept at astrology and you're psychically attuned, you'll pick up on things and you'll be able to articulate them. But if you're astro astrologically trained or um, astrologically aware, and you're psychic, then yes, then you'll know. Man, you got three planets in Capricorn, and just and how did you know that? Just the demeanor, just the the, the aura. Right, the feel of the energy is stale, it's cold, it's indifferent, it's plain. Right, you'll feel it, and so yes, absolutely, people can sense these things psychically. That's what we do, you know. That's what that's how we operate. Is we can pick up on, you know, we, you know, it's funny. Back in the day, you know, you just say, "Oh, I'm getting Capricorn vibes from you, girl." Right, <laughs> right, but. Right or right or you got Virgo vibes, right? You know, old pickup line, right? <laughs> but um, by all means, right? Vibrations, energy, right, is real. Energy is anything that is behind something that has to. That energy has to do work. So if you see someone doing something, there's energy at work. What that energy is and how it's calibrated, right? can be easily determined by understanding just very basic principles. Sometimes it's not so easy to see, but once you pick up on it and you meditate and contemplate on it long enough, you can see, right? You can see, right? For example, three planets in Libra, indecisiveness, right? Right, having the inability or lack thereof to be, right, to not, waddle on the fence you'll see it and feel it in a person's disposition just be around them for a couple days take them to the store right see what they do at the store right uh 
uh, uh, no, yeah, right, you'll, you'll see it, you'll feel it, right, when you're sitting next to them, and they're, they're, they're talking about something, and they, they relate to everything, right, Libras can relate to everything, because they're people, people, right, they kind of like, like a lot of different things, a lot of different people, so you can sense these things, you can feel them, right, all of it is very relative because it's all all of it can be picked up picked up psychically. So yes, to answer your question, absolutely. I I do it sometimes just by being around people. Yeah. You got that kind of energy coming off. Right? And sure enough, it's there. You know, each each sign is easy to pick up once you know what they are, right? Once you once you really know. Right. But that's why we got courses, right? That y'all can take that will elucidate. Because the first level course is where we go through and delineate how to read signs, how to read planets. Right. That's the easiest stuff of astrology. That's that's the easy part. So right, when we go through and start to say, Hey, cancer is this, cancer is this, it's a cardinal sign, it's a movable it's a movable sign, right? It's water, right? That, Da, 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 this creature, da, 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 da. you start to, oh, then you get the undertow, the undergirding signs of what it is, and then you can see it a lot easier. One of the other things, and we'll leave maybe off with this if there's other questions or no one else has any other topics. You know, one of the things is that when you begin to really get deep into the science, it's almost like a reading or an oracle to some degree. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. can read someone with the science before you even get this, you know, before you even know what's going on. You know, you, you sit back and the size, shape, build, right? Especially with women, right? Women, men are flat, right? We're flat. I mean, we don't have any thrills, no frills, right? Except muscles. Right? That's it, right? That you can see, right? So with women, right, there are things you know you can see. One of the telltale signs of a Taurus is heavy breasts. Straight up. And I ain't talking about just the ascendant. I'm talking about stelliums, meaning more than one planet, more than two planets in Taurus. The luminaries, sun and moon being in Taurus. Right, sun. It could be in the twelfth house. If sun and moon is in Taurus. They're gonna have a Taurian disposition. You'll see it. You'll see it. You won't miss it, because those two. Anytime luminaries are in a sign, the luminaries are light, and light is a major part of who we are in this particular plane of existence. So in that case, anything that that light comes through, they're gonna have that disposition. If it's Scorpio. Sun and Moon in Scorpio, they'll have some scorpionic dispositions, characteristics, physically. So it's not just the ascendant, right? There's many ways that it can come out, but just keep in mind, right, that it certain traits and certain signs are just innate. They're there, right? You can't even you can't even argue. I think your mate has Sun and Moon in Sag, doesn't she? Yep. Right, she's probably not to sit or consider tall, but maybe taller than the women around her, in particularly in her family. Yeah, she's right. tall for a woman. A lot of times, 
Sav can give height to a woman when sun and moon are there. Right? Yeah. So again, right, considering Scorpio will shorten them. Right? Each sign has its own propensity, right? Its own kind of right. Sag is big. So typically, not always, but typically Sag can make people larger by height and weight and weight. So, you know, certain things just are innate. You can begin to see them. If you got a stellium in a house or in a sign, then guess what? Now, here, here's the thing. If they have a stellium and there's five planets in Libra, like for like, let's say, Boosie, little Boosie. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I don't want to get into, you know, like really breaking down charts or anything like that. But it says what happens when your Vedic moon sign is Virgo and your trop, then you're the same. Yeah. Right. There are some times that you're going to be the same when your 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 planets are in the beginning of the sign. Right. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. When they're at the beginning of the sign, they're usually the same sign. Meaning if you're born, let's say, for example, in the beginning of Virgo from the uh, what the 21st. No, let's say the 15th of September to the 21st of September. Right. You're going to be Leo partially, but then you'll be also the end of it. Well, right at 16, 17, it's Virgo. So it'll overlap. Sometimes they overlap. Like my birthday is is August 21st. So I'm Leo in the true sense of the word, but I'm also Leo in the Western sense. So there's times when you're going to be both. Remember, there's 30 degrees and 24 degrees are off. So six degrees... Right, is about twenty percent of the people. Well, yeah, about twenty percent of the people are going to be the same sign. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my ascendant is the same in both. So you got to answer your question. Yes, the people can be. Yeah, my ascendant doesn't change. See, see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just depends on the degree. Yeah, yeah, mine does drastically. Right, I'm Scorpio <laughs> in the West. Right. Yeah. So, you know, what I mean that absolutely yes, but again. If you have planets in stelliums, folks, when that person says that's who they are, then that's who they are. If the stellium is there. Crazy enough. Like Blue Boosie, right? He is Sagittarius Ascendant with Mars and Sag. That is who he is. But that man is also Libra, right? In the 11th house. And the 11th house is friends, networks, social interactions. He's a party animal. Right, Lil Boosie is a party animal, y'all. That is a party. That man loves to party. That's those planets in Libra. So having a good time, he is considered like they a lot of um, <laughs> right. People want to know my son, my moon sign. So you know, Lil Boosie, right? He's a party animal. Party, 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 party. But guess what? He does have diabetes. Right, all those. Planets in Libra affecting the kidneys, diabetes. So those stelliums, when those planets are in the same sign, then that person says, "Do who I am." Then that is when it does count. That is when you can say, "Yeah, the Sun, Moon, Mars, Venus, Mercury are all there." That's you, right? And of course, you still have differences because you got other planets and other placements. Right. But again, stelliums will produce a lot of times people that have a lock in on that characteristic, and so. That sometimes when you can kind of say yes to some degree that that is that person if that sign is localized like that the plant the planets are localized like that 
Yeah. Let's just say this. I'm ahead of Rue Clan, right? Right. So you'll know if you can, uh, if you can guess it, right? I'm head of Rue Clan. So right, that's 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 where my moon is. But nonetheless, right? This is a pretty good way to kind of gauge things and to differentiate, right? Another great person to look at is Albert Einstein. We really don't have time to get too much in depth into Albert, but it's strange in the West. And there's a there's an astrologer. What's his name? Victor Carr was it Victor Victor Carr? Yeah. Right. right. He's <laughs> one of these Western East East West astrologers that confuses the whole system. But he was basically trying to say that. Albert Einstein was a cancer ascendant, folks. No. Right? Albert Einstein, a cancer ascendant, that is not even close to being remotely possible. Right? That man is a brainiac. That is what Gemini stands for. Right? Being extremely intellectually endowed. That man was intellectually endowed to the point where he came up with a new theorem. <laughs> cancers don't do that right it just doesn't 12th house is it the cancer uh gemini's in the 12th house for cancer right cancers can be very intelligent very very good memories very astute very good students right very adept learning but gemini is the sign of being able to have mental right Dialogue, mental vacillation, mental agility. That's that's Albert Einstein. And then of course it puts all these other planets into strange positions. Right? That man is Gemini. You can't deny it. So, you know, when you begin to do your research and do your own kind of studies, right? Do care comparison and contrast. Right. You know, do a Western and an Eastern. See what the difference would be. See the characteristics and how they play out. That trains you to teach you, teaches you how to kind of help people separate the two. You know, if you're an astrologer or you're studying to be an astrologer or you love astrology and you really want to learn like what the differences are, do two charts, do them side by side and see the differences. And you'll be surprised. You're going to be like, wow, how could you even say that? That's that person. Um, when we talked about Nikola Tesla. Right. Right. He had that stellium in Gemini. Mm -hmm. Those two planets would have moved to cancer and that would have produced the genius that he was. No. So, you know, a man had. Yeah. Like man had all planets in mutable signs. I know just. Yeah. Every planet was in a mutable sign. Yeah. You know, cancer. Right. Just from my own. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, a, I'm a big picture guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can, you know, certain elements, I can get into the weeds and different things like that. But I'm really like a over imagination, you know what I'm imagination. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Imaginative, man. Yeah. Because you produce works of art. Yeah. That's definitely it. So, you know, considering that. Right. Those are just ways to kind of gauge it. Stars, you know. Stars are part of nakshatras. We literally use, like I said, the 16th, that 16th degree, there's a star there. That star produces some negative effects many times at 16 degree Libra. Right? So, you know, there's ways that you can go in and begin to study this stuff. And you don't necessarily have to <coughs> take my course. Just begin to research it 
from a perspective of dualism, right? Putting one against the other and seeing how they play out, right? Seeing how they manifest. Now, when you really do study, you get yogas mm -hmm. that make differences, right? Aspects that make differences, right? You know, those are the things that really are kind of, you know what I mean? Those are the things that really pull it in, pull it all together. Those yogas are very powerful. Yeah, because I, you know, um, we, I can't. We, we were talking like, you know, I, I got a stellium in Libra, but I, I, I like personally though, it's like I got to work for Libra. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to It's not. It ain't. It ain't just. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like something I got to. I, I have to work for. You know what I mean? Or whatnot. Some of my other placement comes more innate <laughs> than that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, like that, like the moon, right? It's innate, right? Yeah. Leadership, boom, right? I got that, you know. But you know, Jupiter in 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 its side, mm -hmm. definitely. But you know, it, you have an exchange. Exchanges flip. That's right. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They, they flip things, right? Yeah. And so the exchange can make you feel like you're working for it. Well, in that in actuality you probably have a great deal of it being fair is one of the things that libra really prides themselves on and that's one of the things i've noticed about you is fairness yeah so you know what i mean um yeah you're definitely definitely right on the money with that mm -hmm. but remember um your cardinal sign mm -hmm. and cardinal signs typically with other cardinal signs are forward moving so it's always a work in progress type deal mm-hmm mm -hmm. right that's what it feels like work in progress it's never completed libra's any kind of cardinal sign never feels completed right 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 yeah so that's that's a lot of that energy indeed but th that thing today was an excellent excellent conversation absolutely about really knowing how to spot some of these differences absolutely absolutely yeah, and great, you know, uh, appreciate y'all interaction, man, from the, um, from the live chat, man. It really, excellent, excellent, excellent. You know, it's, it's, it's a good flow in the show, so we definitely appreciate that or whatnot. Um, so, you know, uh, here's another episode, right? Um, you know, we, we're, we're trucking along. We're getting, you know what I mean? We, we, we almost to that about that halfway point of the season and stuff like that. So we got some more great shows coming from you and stuff like that. You know, so, I, you know, we thank you all for definitely tuning in and stuff like that. And we're growing, man. I mean, we're hitting, you know, we on the podcast charts in, in uh, South Korea, you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that, you know, doing, you know, so... It's a lot of, you know, slow, slowly but surely we're trucking along and stuff like that. So definitely appreciate everybody that's checking this out indeed. But, um, you know, uh, without further ado, you know, I um, want to thank you all for tuning in. And, um, you know, we'll be back next week, same time, same, you know, around the same time, you know, same place. You know, given all the technical difficulties, you know, we try to launch at the same time. But we be, you know, working behind the scenes and stuff like that getting it together but uh before we officially close out rod you got you want to say anything to the people before we out no i just appreciate the conversation it was a great um interaction with the audience uh we look forward i look forward to having some shows where we can have people on and really have a you know a kind of a a, a panel where we interact and you know move towards uh um building a, a real kind of conversation because it's cosmic combos that's the name of the podcast 
podcast. And so we want to have those conversations. We want to invite you to really participate and interact. And so we will be doing that here within the within the future so that, you know, it can literally become something where the public has an opportunity to participate. Absolutely. 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 So um, with that being said, um, everybody stay safe out there. Thank you all for tuning in. And we will be back next week with another great episode. All right. We're out. Peace. Peace. Thank you.